What is the Imperial News Network? INN serves the Star Citizen community with up-to-the-minute news. We bring the developers and events closer to the community. And we love Star Citizen, whether we're flying with our team or with our supporters. Imperial News Network works hard every week to bring the verse to you. We are the community's number one source for all things Star Citizen. And we're glad to have you along for the ride. I'm back. It's true, you are. What Welcome. an entrance you make. Welcome. Hello. Oh, I forgot to put the INM logo back. I'm a failure. <laughs> but did you press record? I did. I did. Unlike One people, last week's episode. Unlike people who ran the podcast while I was gone. Oh, good God. Good God. There's the logo. You all happy now? It's there. That's too big. There we go. Yeah, there we go. I'm happy. There we go. My goodness. Welcome everyone to Inside the Verse. Uh, Eris isn't here because, uh, uh, well, several reasons according to Twitch chat. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, At least a few. He's either been murdered by the Mafia, um, or he might be in the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, even though he was flying in the opposite direction. Uh, <laughs> no, See, that's uh... The mystery. David's actually on vacation. Uh, I mean, we're not... He is... <sighs> Technically, he is our boss. So we can't tell him not to take a vacation. <laughs> but at the same time, it's kind of upsetting. It's a little up upsetting. <laughs> It's always upsetting when he's not around. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Alright, well, guys, it's good to be back. Um, the, the, the reign of the Budget Edition podcast has come to an end. And we have returned with our regularly scheduled program, I guess. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, uh, I mean, I'm... Warning, I'm about to be very facetious like I know nothing. I don't think anything happened while I was gone, right guys? Nothing Star Citizen related. No. Nope. <laughs> no it was a very quiet summer. Very quiet summer. Oh, um, nothing happened In fact, at all. I, uh... Did, did they even still making the game? I'm not really sure. I don't think so. No. Yeah, uh, no. I think it's been confirmed. And that was it. See you next week. Goodbye! <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye! <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Uh, <laughs> hey, Jim's back. Forgot about Jim. Um, Hi, Jim. So, all right. So, can <laughs> I, can I, can I gush about the Gamescom presentation since I haven't had the chance to? Oh, please do. We did it last oh, week. Oh yeah. I mean, especially since, dear God, that presentation. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know what? I had a, like. When I heard that it was going to be, like, procedural planets in 2.7, I was like, man, why don't they just, like, shove a whole bunch of extra stuff in there and call it 3.0? And sure enough, that's what they decided to do. Yep. Um, I actually want to... what a reveal that was. I want to talk about uh, some of the stuff that came out after uh, the Gamescom presentation, because... 
because your guys's uh, podcast and stuff was like right after it all had happened, but there was mm-hmm. like some interviews with with Chris and stuff that uh, that happened after that. Um, the biggest one. Oh, did I lose it? I lost it. Hold on. Stand by. I took notes, Don't guys. Lose it. I took notes. I also had some help from from our dear friend Mr. Brybase. Um, you actually took notes this time? Wow. Yeah, look at me. Um, I'm so very Hey, prepared. we have a CAG man in our in our uh, What? Oh my god, it's Zylo. Zylo, okay. Oh, Zylo. Okay, Zylo. You don't understand the amount of hype that's going to I'm going to be at we're all going to be at oh, I'm sorry, Shiver. Not Shiver. Not Shiver. <laughs> um no uh he'll be there in spirit yes shiver's gonna be you all here shiver i want you to do a solo podcast (laughs) we're planning it it's gonna be great ish so i'm gonna be i'm gonna be there in the midst of the hype which i've the last time I was in the midst of the hype was PAX East 2015. Um, so, oh, I'm just, I'm freaking out a little bit. I'm freaking out. I'm, I'm, I'm back aboard the hype train as you, what usually happens immediately after GamesCon. Um, anyway, so some of the, some of the cool stuff that came out of, um, the interviews with Chris, um, so here, hold on. Uh, some some big details that might not have necessarily been like the major bullet points of the presentation. Um, there was no draw distance at all. It doesn't exist. Like, what game doesn't have draw distance? Exactly. <laughs> well, we've had some interesting discussions actually between uh, the group over over that particular subject this week. Because, uh, uh, theoretically, you could use, like, a telescope or some sort of device to look across the game yeah. universe. Like, yeah. it, which would be pretty awesome. Like, it would it would just have to render those LODs properly. But, yeah, like, like there's, yeah, exactly. no, there's no distance barrier of rendering. It'll just render what distance you're looking at, essentially. I'm really curious to see how that holds up once we have trees... Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there's oh a lot of things. Oh God, that's gonna be a lot of trees. <laughs> no joke. But I mean, maybe that's where I mean you talk about like the the uh, info runners and all that. Maybe yes. that's how that'll start playing in, though. Yeah, is maybe. because of the fact they're removing the the whole LODs and everything. It's oh, Zylo makes like Zylo a, just responded to it too. Zylo makes an excellent point. Uh, shout out to our German friends in Frankfurt. They are. Cry engine wizards, those people. Yes, they, they are. They have been blessed. They were born into the force. Um, they <laughs> no joke. They <laughs> uh, they went to Hogwarts. <coughs> they um, they all have. The thing is, though, they have the rings of power. German, they, <laughs> all of it. They're German, so they're in. Yeah, you know it's. 64-bit double floating point precision, yeah, yeah, he implemented that. Procedural planet, full-scale tech, yeah, yeah, he implemented that. Trees, yeah, yeah, he implemented yeah. that. Yeah, it's okay, we were given job, we did job. Oh, that's all you wanted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, 
The other thing that was blew me away was they had the V1 of the procedural tech there at Gamescom, and they're like, oh, yeah, V2 is mostly done. We'll show it to you in, a month, in like, six weeks. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm actually... Um, one of the biggest things that I'm excited for is I want to see the other planets in Stanton. Because uh, oh, those are coming. That Those are going to be in 3.0, which... And uh, that's they're going to show that probably at CitizenCon, right? So... Oh, Microtech is like off yeah, the charts in hype scale for me. I want snow planets look so good <laughs> always. So I I want to see how their what their weather tech looks like with snow and uh, day night cycles as well. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm actually with Nakara too. The the weather tech I think that'll be really interesting to see exactly how they how they make that play out. Well, the cool thing is you'll be able to see the weather from orbit. Right. Yep. Which is really neat. But that's kind of where uh, I don't know. Like I, I haven't heard. Were we? I don't think we've heard too much about the weather tech, though, have we? Uh, um, a little bit. It, it's been a while since they've they've talked yeah. about it. A little bit here and there, not a lot. Um, but I there, uh, there are some things you can extrapolate based on what's been said. Like yeah. um, planets actually have an orbit, don't they? Yep. So yep. yep. Uh, and has that's consequences. With a recent addition to the game, the uh, the star in Stanton is actually now a, actually a star and not just a light. Um, yeah. And uh, it will shed all of the light for the system. That's so awesome. all of that yeah. stuff will work naturally. That's freaking awesome. That was some of the things yes. that I thought was really interesting was uh, <laughs> when they were talking about the bloom not that long ago and how it's not going to just be like faked on there. They're yeah. actually like, yeah. well, when the light hits that way, then... Ta-da, you have bloom. Um, or even talking about the light filtering through the particle effects and that they're using the volumetrics to just yeah. actually make it go through the particle effects. They're not, again, faking lights. Yeah, exactly. Which, by the way, if we're going there, the, I, I freaked out a little bit, and it's only a tiny little thing, but it means so much to me. There was dust flying up reacting yes. where the freelance was hovering over yes that's that so good. awesome that is a nice level of detail um, there oh yeah really enjoyed well, and, the, and when the ursa was driving across the surface it had that huge dust cloud came up around it so yeah. mm -hmm. um xylo brings up a good point and i actually wanted to to um to talk about it i think cig is actually like voltron you know <laughs> so true um <laughs> but but up until last year they were missing a piece of it so you need five pieces for voltron right you got you got the legs which are austin and uh the the contracted studios all, i put all the contracted studios in one leg we got the arms or we got one arm, which was Foundry Forty Two UK, and the head, which and the 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 head body, which is uh, LA. We needed the other arm to make Voltron. So now we have Frankfurt and we have Voltron. CIG is Voltron. <laughs> to be to be <laughs> fairest, the body and head should be Foundry 42 UK since they have over half of the staff. I mean, yeah, okay, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I was thinking, like, because Chris is based in 
in exactly. the, he might, LA. He's all over the place, though. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Point is, oh. Voltron. Voltron. We're missing <laughs> one piece of Voltron, and we got it, and that's when everything yeah. just became crazy. But you need all the pieces. It's huge oh, for them yeah. to have an engine team, not only now, but going forward, like, as they because they want the game to stay modern in terms of graphics, having an actual engine team is amazing. Yes, it's awesome. Yes. Um, okay, so some other things from that interview. Um, again, shout out to Brybase for putting this all together. Um, so CitizenCon, one of the plans that one of the things they're going to show off is uh, the what we were just talking about, like the next step of procedural generated planets which is going to include water vegetation oceans life maybe not fauna flora yes we'll see life jake but not as we know it well i have I, mean, a, I have speculation obviously don't confirm or deny i just want to hold this deer in my heart just xylo is who i'm directing this to Maybe they're going to show off Terra. Uh, I, that would be amazing, but I doubt it. Kind of. It would be. Um, oh. you, know, you know what they could have, given that they're already in the game? They could have fish. They could have fish. <laughs> Who knows? Well, you especially because... Uh, you want, did I'm, you guys catch... I'm totally Did you guys wrong. catch that little... Um, uh, can catch When they were talking about the idea of going underwater uh, with the ships... Uh, no, they, I they kind of mentioned it incredibly in passing uh, in one of the recent Zylo, interviews. Zylo, this is the one that he had. Uh, for those, for those who 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 didn't know which interview I was talking about, this is the one he had with uh, with uh, Bad News Baron on the last day of the. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah! I watched that one. The stream. Um, I will put the link in the chat. If you want, I think to I actually made notes, later. but yeah, I did. Uh, um, there's I in notes about that. Oh, I did not see that. Um, well, we have notes from everywhere. Brybase, Brybase made like a We very... do have a summary of all the notes over at imperialnews.network. <laughs> I... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we actually called it our game's calm INN summary. Oh, logo. Um, there we go. <laughs> um... One of the things I wanted to mention that, that it was a big question for me that came up after watching the demo was, okay, you can land anywhere on any planet. What the hell are they going to do with Earth Corp? And he explained that in one of the other interviews. Yes. Um, uh, as I very list, much I suspected, you will, you, you will not be able to land anywhere on Earth Corp because it is impossible to do something like that. Um, because Earth Corp is the entire planet is a city. Uh, you will have specified landing zones, and you will have to stay in a landing corridor when you're going down. And it, which is it also makes, the easiest way to do that. Well, it makes sense in the lore too, because yeah. uh, they make it so that, um, like, the flight traffic controllers actually take control of your ship. It's not just like, oh, you must go here. They actually like take away your control of your ship, and you are guided into your landing area. Um, the uh that's actually leads to another one of the things um so so you know that ring checkpoint they had yeah. 
when uh, right before they got down into Delamar, right, and you fly through that. That actually, um, according to Sir Roberts of Chris, um, it's um, it's one a quantum drive beacon, so it's very important because uh, it's like what side of the planet is the landing zone I need. Um, that will give you a, a quantum drive point to get to where you want to go. Um, but it also provides your, uh, your EDL with flight assisted tunnels. So you could just sit back and relax and fly down into Levski if you want, or, you know, you can land on Delamar. Do you think we'll have space traffic jams? Yes. Yes. I hope so. I, I especially want the, <laughs> Especially on our court. Kind of one. <laughs> it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, that would probably be a little annoying, but at the same time, it'd be kind of cool. Just, just at some point, somebody's gonna lose twenty a, chance of it happening, right? At some point, someone's gonna lose a Hall E because like a Mustang slammed into the side of its engines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but uh, right. um, oh, and then you have to have like at fault spaceship insurance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but one of the things that I was thinking of is if you wanted to have the uh, that that station the the ring uh, indicate where the landing zone is, or you know, to degree anyway. Uh, it's another thing they have to work on is having it rotate around the planet at the same to keep it itself above the same spot. Yeah, because the planet's going to be spinning. Right. Yeah, I was wondering about that one. Like, if you're trying to go from one side of the system to the other with the planet spinning, going around in its orbit, does that mean sometimes you'll have to make multiple quantum drive uh, adjustments during the course of your sure. travel or, to get to, uh, to probably, go through the ring? I mean, you already do kind of have to do that with some things in Crusader because they're obstructed. Yep. You have to yeah. make multiple jumps to get somewhere. Uh, yeah, even though, like, even though the planet doesn't... Well, I mean, even though the moons don't orbit... Well, actually, because the moons don't orbit right now, like, they're on opposite Ooh. sides of the planet, so you have to, like, jump out and then oh, right, right, behind right, the yeah. planet. So, um, um, okay, let's see. Oh, um, so, one of the, one of the things they said, um, about the Santon system is that it's going to have 40 space stations. Um, yeah. That will not be in time for, for 3.0. That was clarified. But what they're working on right now is a modular space station system. So that way, like, once that back-end work is done, they can just be like, here's a new space station using the same parts of these other stations. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, there will... Like he said, there will be more space stations, obviously. Like, at least a couple per planet, you know? Um, yeah. But the full 40 space stations will not be in for 3.0. Which makes sense. Yes. But, I mean, we still will have, what is it, um, over a dozen moons and what, five planets? Six planets? Four. No, five. Uh, gotta be at it's, least five. It's the four. I thought it was. It's, it's the four in Stanton, which is. Plus Arcor, Delamar. Plus yeah. Delamar. So, yeah. Stan, uh, Crusader. Arcorp, Hurston, and Microtech, and then Delamar. And then its moons. All, all yep. the moons of those planets. Yeah, and they showed uh, they showed in the map when they were showing, like, the, the little uh, 
system map that pops up when you're jumping. Um, that there were six moons, I believe, around Crusader. Yeah. Yes. You can't count them, Silence. They're not up there. <laughs> what? Actually, I was doing physics <laughs> in my head. <laughs> okay, so speaking of planets, look at these segues. Um, so, um... For a long time, we've heard over and over that uh, the the distance between planets and the planets themselves will be scaled down for gameplay reasons. Um, mm -hmm. We didn't actually know exactly what that distance would be, um, but Chris has said f for the purposes of 3.0, at least, this might be adjusted depending on uh, like us slamming our faces into it and it sucking, you know? Um, yeah. For 3.0, the distance between the planets, um, in terms of physics, um, is, uh, one-tenth the scale of what it normally would be in terms of distance, and the planets themselves are a quarter of the size of what they should be. Yeah. Um, and this still, this still popped out a number of 40 minutes to go from one side of the system to yes. the other side of the system. In um, quantum drive. Yes. <laughs> nice. I, Holy I wanna, crap. There, yeah. is a, there is something that people should take note of. We did learn quite a while ago, it was part of the them constructing that board game uh, for the economy. But we did learn that every system will have, just like our system does, an Oort cloud and a bunch of other crap way, way, way out in the fringes. Sweet. Right. So I think that that 40 minutes will probably work pretty well because most of the system will be pretty close together in the middle. Yeah. And it'll be so parts it'll be way out on the edges. Yeah. <clears throat> Much like, uh, like, it takes probably like 10 to 15 seconds to get out to the... Um the distress beacon yeah in crusader yeah, that was super fast well no yeah. that that's the long jump like as compared mm -hmm. to getting to say yila or yella whatever i say yila because of disco lando is that right i don't know um, i say yella but i'm probably wrong um <laughs> I mean, it's like anything. Like, CIG has said they don't actually want to say the correct pronunciation of anything. Um, I hope they make a new one, just so I can say, is that new yellow or old yellow? <laughs> oh, I like it. I like it. Um, no, but anyway, a jump to that moon takes about one to two seconds, right? Yeah, right. But to jump way out to that distress beacon, it's like ten seconds. So mm -hmm. like, so a lot of like the the stuff you need to be close will be close, but maybe a lot of like the ancillary stuff way out in the deep reaches will will take you a while to get there, which which makes well, sense. Part of it was that they wanted to have exploration content in every system. So yes. you make the outer, you make the just like our system is. I was actually mentioning this before, but like. Pluto is something like 30 AU from the sun. Yeah. But our, our actual star system is like <clears throat> 2,000 AU or something yeah. wide. Right. <laughs> a lot of it is way, way out there. Oh, yeah. And I mean, that's actually where I think we'll see a lot of the exploration come in or the, uh, you know, finding derelict ships or, you know, this or that and everything in between is all that area. And out in the space fringes. is yep. huge, guys. Huge. Yeah. 
Massive. It's absurd. All right. Um, let's see. This is how you actually make exploration happen in in a video game. Yes. Make it very, the very space. large. Okay. Uh, ship maintenance is totally coming. Um, <laughs> I shouldn't say it. Oh. What? <laughs> I just no. need to comment on... Uh, no, no, no. No. Anyway, go ahead, Jake. <laughs> All right. Um, ship maintenance will be a thing because that is coming with items 2.0. And they want to... Um, they want to make that a thing because they want people to, like, especially for bigger ships, because they want people who aren't flying the ship to have something to do, essentially. So, yep. um, so like, on those big, long, like, 20-minute hauls across the system, um, the pilot will obviously, like, be making sure nothing, like nothing goes wrong and stuff and like the engineers and, and obviously but like the other people we're gonna have to like fix the whatever because like oh this pipe is breaking we're gonna come out of quantum drive if we don't fix it um yeah but then you've got it's, pr like, it's gonna the be science it's, officer or whatever yeah it's it's probably gonna be extremely rudimentary at first as everything is when it gets added no um, no add on layers of complexity yeah he he only briefly mentioned it, so I doubt it's going to be anything substantial. Um, well, and the the other thing is that you know the nice thing about this game is that uh, even if you're in a single player ship, you can still get out of your seat and go fix stuff while you're flying. Yes. Um, the job well is coming in three point mm -hmm. zero. Um, so so that huge building in Art Corp will have a use. Finally, yes. Um, uh, so there's, there's, we're still gonna have those like, um, not procedural. Procedural is the wrong word. Uh, like, did, did they call them radiant mission? Radiant mission. Like that? That's the one. Um, that those are still going to exist. Uh, things like the Comrades and all of those, um, those will still exist. Just like depending on where you are, like your location will give you those missions. Um, but they are there's going to be an emphasis. They said in um, in missions that are handcrafted and provided by actual characters as well. So mm -hmm. that's going to be yeah. Um, one of our notes from. Uh... This week in ten, which we just recorded before the show, <gasps> was uh, was that they um, are doing another performance capture shoot here before the end of the year to add more content to three dot oh. Yep. Um. Uh. On top of that, oh, yeah, the uh, the first iteration of the procedurally generated mission system will also be in the game as well. Three point oh. Yep. Right. Um. Keep in mind, folks. The economy makes its own missions. Yep. So, something interesting is, you know how Chris just went back to Imaginarium just recently, mm -hmm. a few weeks ago? That was actually for Star Citizen, not Squadron 42. Yes, it was. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, hee, ha. Um, 
So I'm I'm anxious for Citizen Con. <laughs> I'm Yeah, I'm uh I'm <laughs> Don't worry, Shiver. We'll we'll totally like message you and tell you all the stuff that you're missing. Shiver, I'm gonna get you some some dank swag. Well, see, I, I, I I'm actually glad someone kind of, loves me. I, I do. Kind of envy him. I kind of envy him I, because he gets to sit on stream and uh, heckle all of us. Yep. from afar, we won't even know that he's doing it. Oh, we'll know. I'll know. Well, we'll know that he's doing it, but we won't know the details. <laughs> we'll be too busy, She's you know, gone. having a having a beer with uh, Chris Roberts. Yep. Yep. Um, okay, let's see. There's a lot of work to do on facial capture, but they're working on live facial capture right now. Oh, yep. is that finally get, being worked on again? Yep. Because I remember back in uh, Wingman's Hangar when they were talking about working on it, and they showed the the kind of demo with uh, Wingman. Mm -hmm. Well, what I'm, they were talking... Go ahead. So, huh? specifically what they want to do with this is they... they want to make in-game news reports come out really, really fast um, when they put them in the game. So uh, doing live facial capture will make that very easy. Well, have we heard if they're still planning on uh, trying to use that technology for, like, web cameras and everything for your player character? Or? Uh, uh, that's not what they were talking about specifically. But I don't know what the status of that is. I don't think... I think it's one of the um, they have a laundry that's a, list. That's a that's a someday we would goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They have a laundry list of we would like to support this technology and we will when we can. Yeah. Well, if they're if they're kind of using the same thing for the for the live newscasts, then that might very well play together. Very possibly, they might be able to uh, have a. I think it's slightly different. Yeah, I think it's mostly... we're not going to be sitting here with a motion capture yeah. on our face. And right, right. Yeah, I mean, if they're, if they're actually doing the motion capture one, that's one thing. Is that what they were talking about, is doing the live the live capture with the motion capture machine yes. or the motion capture studio mm -hmm. they got? Yeah, because, well, because they built a motion capture rig in uh, Austin? I yeah. think it was Austin. I forget. Unfortunately, well, maybe LA has one, too. Zylo. No, apparently they've... Apparently they've uh, they did apparently... build the LA studio with a uh, studio stage, yes, didn't they? Yes. They've shipped all their equipment to the UK to be used in the Imaginarium currently. Yes. They used their own equipment there, um, not the Imaginarium's equipment. And then they have, eventually they'll have to send it back to the US in order to use it there. I thought that they, I thought there was two of them though. Uh, I thought they had a studio that they had in Austin or, uh, or Santa Monica. And then they had the other one that was the big, big one uh, over in the UK. They, uh, that was what he said when asked that question, was that okay. they had sent all their equipment to the UK. Got it. Um, let's see. Uh, items 2.0 includes aging, wear, and tear as well. Yep. Ooh, God, that'll be nice. That's going to be It'll cool. be amazing. And people are going to be pissed when their ship starts falling apart. And they'll yep. be like, but it's cool, so shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Well, you know, the only thing I'm kind of worried about with uh, the the item system 2.0 is that the way that they currently have you modifying the ship seems a little cumbersome. Yeah, that's going to be changed a lot. Yeah. I'm going to be think, curious to see how it uh, evolves. Well, that's not going item 2.0. Forward. Port modification is only like one sliver of items 2.0. Yeah. Um, 
I think that's going to change. I, like es well, essentially, essentially, what we're doing is we're it's a it's a very basic user interface that they put onto the tools that are used to actually put the parts into the ships themselves by the developers too. Um, so I think once they're able, cause like, I mean, think about it. This system works for us right now because most of the ships that we're using are one man fighters. Yeah. But imagine trying to do that on a star fair. Yeah. Or so, anything uh, things, bigger. <laughs> one of the things I wanted to mention is that they, uh, is that the actual concept for this was that they would have an AR overlay um, so in your Moby glass, basically it would oh, show you yeah. an x-ray an version of your ship and you could just point to where the part was and you could change it out just from wherever That's, you were standing. Yeah, that'll be a lot better, I think. Um, that was the original idea. Whether it has changed or not is a question mark, uh, but I guess we'll see. Work your magic, Zane. He thing. seems to be doing some pretty amazing. Oh, oh my oh, God! Oh, the freelancer. freelancer. Oh. Freelancer oh my God. <laughs> oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> I love. I so love pretty. user interfaces that are like slightly AR in nature. Yeah. Oh, it's good. I love that. <laughs> well, I, I love how it curved. It curved with the, yeah, with curved the, the windshield top, and everything. Yes. Yeah. And then, and then, like, like I always wondered, like, like that weird table-looking thing in the freelancer that for. you're sitting in front of. And now I know, I understand. It's like having these little, like, holographic laptops in front of you. Yep. Um, oh yeah, that uh, that UI. Cool. Yeah. Um, I, I also really like the fact that they thought about it as far as um, how how things are presented for like a pilot. Yeah. Because if you notice, it was like on the what's on the left hand side is also there for the co-pilot as well, uh, which is very common um, <laughs> with planes, at least until you start getting into the MFDs. But just uh, it's it's cool that they actually gave that thought process to it. The other thing I really liked was that the uh, was that the the situational landing um, HUD. So like yeah. when you came when you came down, it, at some point it actually popped up the altimeter and the. Uh, the maximum safe speed. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just such. Uh, it's just amazing for uh, a demo, for a build that is four months out. I know? did see a thread that um, that I thought it might be something they need to consider, like while they're redoing the UI, um, in a game where we have six degrees of freedom. Yes. We really need uh, to know our velocity in every vector. Yes. Rather than just only forward velocity, because that's all we have right now. Um, if there is a way to have that in the game, to be able to tell, like, oh, you're going this fast in this direction, this fast in this direction. <laughs> you're going sideways at 400 um, meters per second. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, like, it's weird. Like, um, like say... Because, like, I actually noticed this the other day. I was flying to Grimhex. And, uh... So I was in cruise, right? But I was about to hit, like, a bunch of those asteroids. So I, I held down strafe up. And I'm going up like this. But because, like, the thrusters have to move me that 
way instead of um, all of them pointing backwards, my forward velocity slows down because I'm also going up. Um, but my computer screen on my ship only tells me that my forward velocity is slowing down. It doesn't tell me that I'm also going up. Um, right. Which, I mean, in terms of in terms of like practicality, that's what the space dust is for. Yeah, they're actually getting rid of that though. They showed a yes. demo of yes. the new system. Um. But yeah, I I think you, I think we you should could know have like an alert flash up on your HUD or something like that that indicates a sudden change of motion from forward to up with a little arrow. Well, sure, but I mean, directing. this kind of thing is, how would you make it look good to actually show, um, like, multiple vectors? I'm or not even just smart like, enough for that, man. I just think we should know that's, that information. Uh, that's, just, that's Zane's job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. And that's, I think, where it would be nice. Uh, I'm just, like, yeah. I'm trying to think of it, too, and it's kind of like, how would you present I, that I in don't a know. clean I, I don't know. I just yeah. think... So I w I wanted to mention a bit of a story time thing here. Um, right before the PTU ended for 2.5, I, uh, I was showing my nephew the new build. And uh, I took off in the Argo and I went to... And there's this constellation just spinning in space outside Port Olisar <laughs> at like, I don't know, maybe 5,000 revolutions a minute. It was just like it was spinning. It was spinning so fast that I actually couldn't tell what ship it was. Um, and I'm like, I wonder what happens if I run into it. Oh, <laughs> so no. I ran in. I ran into it with the Argo, and it punted the Argo like like <laughs> like a million kilometers in one direction. Oh, <laughs> so that's a drive with the Argo, right? Yeah. That's awesome. Um, oh yeah, it punted me so far I couldn't even see the constellation anymore. <laughs> In other news, uh, oh, oh, oh. 2.5. If you had a telescope. <laughs> yeah. In other news, uh, 2.5 is is out and here to everyone. Yes. So yes. awesome. Um, no, no last minute surprises. Uh, like, like 2.4 had sadly. <laughs> Um, or was it 2.3? Was it 2.3? I think it was 2.3. Yeah, 2.3. Yeah, 2.3, they're just like, oh yeah, Starfare. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> just um, FYI. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, so yeah, that's out to everyone. So I guess we're now on the, on the ticking clock to 2.6, which will have, uh, uh, Freaking Star Marine. Star Marine and yep. and a bunch of improvements. Well, Arena Commander improvements. Yes, Arena Commander has needed love real bad. New Arena Commander map and yeah. mode. Yeah, yeah, and right. game mode. Yep. Um, um, I wanted to mention something because I think this is definitely <coughs> what's going on here. I think the reason we're seeing Star Marine and a big improvement to um, Arena Commander in the next patch is. Uh, I think they're finalizing or trying to get close to finalizing FPS and space combat for Squadron 42. Yep. Oh, yeah. And I think that patch will probably have it, other than, like, minor balance tweaks. At least they'll get the data they need. Um, exactly. I think it's coming out, and I think they'll probably try and get it out as fast as possible so, so they have testing time before uh, Squadron. Yep. 
Um, what else was I gonna say? Oh yeah, we had we had a couple new ships announced and released. Um, yeah. We had the uh, the Anvil Terrapin, which everybody be hating on for whatever reason. I was um, love like it. Space I love that ship. Love. And you know what? I w I was saying this somewhere. Might have been an INN chat, but um, and there was a thread that I saw someone someone saying it too. Remember, you know how like Ben has been kind of quietly hyping the Carrick a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like yep. he's just been like, guys, I think you guys are gonna be happy with what we've done to the Carrick. Um, well, I think it's off, because it's a heck of a lot bigger than it than it was before. Um, but they took away the landing bay. Jerks. What? Did they? Yep. Mm -hmm. It's gone. Really? So, yeah. is it's it going to have, have like it's gonna a, have constellation? a constellation? Yeah. yeah. That... It's going to have a constellation's Astok instead. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Um, it's a shame because but... a landing pad or something like that on top of the carrot that was going up and down, that, that, that was pretty cool. What if, yeah. what, if it's, yep. what if it's big enough to be able to like eat a terrapin and like well, no, it's nowhere, not going to be anywhere near that big. Um, the terrapin's think, not small. Think like the... Well, no, but... Um, it's like... Isn't it like as big as a vanguard? The terrapin? Yeah, yeah. roughly, I think. Mm. I thought it was ever so slightly... Isn't it slightly bigger well, because it's, it's there's bigger a lot more because, ship yeah, than the vanguard? Yeah, because yeah. the vanguard I think it's has wider, but I think it's also a bit shorter, isn't it? Or, yeah, uh, it's more rough... That's not my point, guys. <laughs> yes, I don't think you're going to be able to get it into the Garrick. What if it latches onto the top like the Phantom on the Ghost? Well, it may be able to do that. I, uh, what I'm really excited oh. about for the Garrick is the Ursa, which is now done. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Ursa's just kind of here now, <laughs> which is crazy. And I was... When I first saw it in the demo, I'm like, oh, they just sort of hacked it in there. It's probably just barely there. Nope. But no, then they show the inside of it. And it's got the whole cockpit. And yeah. It's got the whole interiors <laughs> model, and it's just done. It's done. Like, oh, look, it's done. Uh, Dragonfly, so Dragonfly is also done. It is. It has got a flaw in it, though. It needs a rear view mirror. No. Yeah. I, I, want, the, I want. That side, was the issue, apparently. I want side what? view You're kidding mirrors. me. Mm. Like, like um, one on the. On the. On the like out here, cause it, like if it, if there's one up here, like a car, um, you're not gonna be able to see anything, cause there's no window in no, there. No, you could do an electronic one. Oh yeah. Why not? It's sci-fi and cool. Just have this cameras. cool thing. Just rear view. I mean, rear view cameras like exist that. now, for for parking. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, um, and one of the lesser talked about ships that was announced that actually made me really excited is the Vanguard Hoplite, which I'm actually really pumped for. Which one's the Hoplite? It, it's, it's new. A new one. It's new. They like, uh, it's a variant of the Vanguard that did not exist until, Oh, until Gamescom. Um, okay. So, so what exactly about it is, has you so hyped then? It's a personnel transport. Troop transport. Yeah. Really? Yep. Mm-hmm. I missed this one. It, it they barely talked about it. <laughs> They're just like, "Oh yeah, new ship coming in 3.0, Vanguard Hoplite. Here it is. Here's a picture. Okay, move on." Um, no, I'm I'm super excited for that. That 
I'm actually going to upgrade my warden <laughs> to that. Hoptile? Hoptile. Uh, there's a Pokemon <laughs> called a Helioptile. There you go. Yeah. Uh, don't get me started. Um, um, oh, how about that on, uh, on planet vehicle combat already in the game? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> remember how shock, remember how like a year ago we were like oh yeah they're gonna have vehicles and stuff eventually but like like full ground combat's not really gonna be a thing until well after launch well here it is <laughs> yeah uh, gotta, I gotta I gotta give us a break on this one we didn't know procedural planets would be in at that I point I mean yeah um <laughs> I th I think the the best part of the whole presentation, and maybe the best part of the entire like like I think probably everyone's favorite part, was when both of the people on the ground ran out of ammo, and oh god, Chris Roberts was like, "Hey, Chris, why don't you land and give him a hand?" And Chris and the other Chris is like, "Nah," <laughs> <laughs> just lot just Slide unleashes up. mass drivers upon. <laughs> The guy. the guy just goes flying. That was great. Oh, so good. Never bring a rifle to a freelancer fight. No. <laughs> but, I mean, the fact yeah, that the that... Yeah, the freelancer have guns. The fact that that just works. I mean, yeah. it works now, but, like, you didn't really think about it on that scale, right? Well, yeah, because, I mean, they were talking about this whole idea of having the ground combat eventually and all that, and that cities would be safe zones. And, I mean, heck, even in that, they were talking about, they were like, oh, yeah, Levski, and there's these uh, vents over there where you might end up getting mugged. Um, and they just kind of, like, weaseled it in there when they were talking about it. And it oh was like, God. wait, did they just, oh, okay, so it's it's happening. Like, they just are integrating all this stuff that we didn't think would show up for a while just by kind of creating the systems like the the backbone systems to it and then like whop, whoa where'd that come from exactly it's, it's insane yeah. and the nice thing is like they're able to create a lot of a lot more gameplay a lot quicker with the procedural planets because like now it's... i don't think people quite understand once we get 3.0 there will be too much content for any one person to experience. Yep. Like challenge you will, accepted. You will, you will not see every square inch of every planet. It's or in every moon. And um, then we just lose shiver for about two months as he real? starts like. And he's gone. Quick. Where did he go? We have to go climb those mountains to find shiver. <laughs> real quick, uh, Nakara, you had posted the uh, the picture of the hoplite. Um, mm -hmm. It is the largest image file I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh no, it's only uh, it's only 4K. Oh really? Yeah, right. Oh, oh it's because oh, it's, so it's, it's, it's on it's on my uh, it's on. They my, don't look uh, like Vandal. <laughs> it's on my 1080p monitor. That's why it seemed overly large. So that's that's actually going to be the Vanguard. Yeah, that's a bit. That's Vanguard. a Vanguard. That is a Vanguard. Wow. Yeah. I think um, they said they needed. Well, Chris said they needed it for squadron, a dropship for squadron. It makes sense. Did you also notice something that isn't on the Vanguard previously that is in this picture right now? Um, red light over the thing. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, the uh, the cargo ramp extends. Oh, oh cool. 
Actually, yeah. one thing I wanted to mention was that um, we we were thinking about the the uh, incident during the demo where they couldn't jump onto the back ramp. Um, I think an elegant solution for that would be there's two possible ones. Ramp extender. Just to have it just to have it continue continually extend until it hits the ground, or the other one was to just have it yeah have like a piece that just extends out until it hits the ground. It should be a piece because then then. If it's if it's a piece that slides out of the ramp, uh, a prime example of this is the um, the Millennium Falcon's ramp actually does this. Oh right, right. Um, the um, because if it's a if it's a piece, they don't have to change the size of the door. There you go. Um, yeah, that, that's so. So if it's something that slides out of the ramp itself, they can just leave the ramp the same size and then. You can just yeah. extend it to however long you need it. What if it look better that way? They, I well, want it to be a bug where it extends forever and it'll be glorious. Reach through the planet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you open it in you space. The other side of the you, planet. You, There's just this like thing sticking out of the ground. You're like, what the hell is that? Oh, you, that's my uh, Vanguard hoplite. You open it in orbit and it extends all the way down to the planet. And you just walk <laughs> to the planet. Oh, God. <laughs> Two hours later, the Marines landed. Oh, oh, that would be funny. Oh, I think at that point you just want the parachutes from Battlefield and be like, "Screw this!" Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh. Yeah. So that's gonna be cool. Um. I think I think personnel transport is something really awesome for the Vanguard, especially because of how durable that thing is. Um, yeah. it's durable and it's fast. So two things you want in transporting humans. Um, although that being said, uh, Aegis having two personnel transports is now weird. <laughs> yeah. Although water Buffalo has a great example of how that, uh, that would be an amazing way to uh, play. <laughs> Someone just getting impaled by the <laughs> ramp extender. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, um, Jake, Jake I gotta, I gotta mention, um, one of the coolest thing, parts for me in the demo was the um, that they are continuing to maintain the uh, physicality of the entire universe. The yeah. elevators actually exist in physical yes. space. Oh, you yeah, can see yeah. people inside stations. Everything is actually there. It's not faked and, at all. And that's been the case. We're going to need more elevators. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's I, I was that's been the that case so far yeah, in I was the game, like, too. This is going to end badly. <laughs> um, there's that's that's always been the case up until now already, but I guess you like on a bigger landing zone like that. I guess he wanted to make it like absolutely known that they're not taking shortcuts, which is nice because like oh, if, you, exactly. if you think about it, all the all the elevators and hangars are are physical. All the um, all the elevators on Grim Hex are physical as well. Um, so. What did you think of the freelancer piloting? Uh, I think following the guys, he's going down, flipping it. Guys, amazing. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice, um, pilot, nice piloting. Um, especially that close to the ground, anything can happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, there is one thing that uh, 
I'm kind of hoping for. It's I'm going to be curious to say they handle like the landing system going forward. Uh, like if they're actually going to allow for like a full hands-on uh, instead of. I think of... most landings will go down, not forward, not backwards, <laughs> and no, forever no. turning, turning, turning. Um, no, just down. You you can go ahead, silence. We'll hit him if he keeps talking. But yeah, like a <laughs> full hands-on landing uh, where. I mean, at the moment, you know, you drop the landing gear and it slows your speed, and then you get close to the landing pad and it slows your speed some more. And it's like, you know, I was watching a guy that was playing two five, and he was like, "Yeah, you pretty much can't crash the thing unless you're really way off. Um, like, you can go down as fast as you want with the landing gear down. When you get close to the landing pad, it slows you up so much that you can just like slam down onto the pad and be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, just as long as you're not like at a funky angle." And so I'm kind of I'm going to be curious to see if they actually integrate some way to do more of like a combat sort of landing where uh, they don't cut your speed as much, they don't add in the extra speed reduction when you get close to the surfaces and all that. So you can actually like you know, you could damage your ship on landing if you screw up. You can right. do it if you do it manually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you have to be liberal with the space brakes. Huh. Um. You have to be liberal with the space break and only go to uh, only go to land actual landing mode like a fraction of a second before you want to land. But you well, yeah, so at that point, you know, you're you're basically waiting for the the gear to deploy, and I remember that being a bit of an issue earlier on. There's even a safe way of doing that. I think if you've got automated landing enabled, when you flip into landing mode, then it's just. <laughs> <laughs> nice and quick um, and easy. I uh, easy. One of the things I is that, that that landing system will only exist on stations that are a operational and b have some sort of technology. Um, so I've I don't think a base like Covalix, for example, that is disabled and partially destroyed, will have any landing system of any kind, um, other than just the basic, you know, here you can land here. <laughs> Right. Yeah. But I think it'll have to be fully manual. Well, I, I really do hope that they, um, I don't know, I, I just hope that they cut some of those safety barriers, essentially. I think combat landings uh-huh. will be a thing in Squadron 42 as well. Yeah. Where you come, like, right. skidding down. The... One more thing <laughs> before we go to break, because we're going to go for an extra 10 minutes because we were late by 10 minutes. Um, but, oh, no. um, but right before before we go to break, I want to mention something that I have been vocal about on this podcast um, greatly for a long time. You? Uh, Oh, oh. um, I want to say that the community content over the last two months or so has been top-notch and I really think they have heard a lot of the complaints that not only I have, but... um, but a lot of people in the community have, um, and like I feel like even even if it's a slow news week, the ju- the fact that they're rotating studios, so they have more time to compile that information for um, for around the verse, and consolidating the show to a much tighter experience was really smart, and it's gonna j- only help them in the long run. Um, and I, th- I think they're doing a fantastic job. I, yep. I've been wanting to say that for like three weeks, but you know, <laughs> you I were missing. 
Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. I hate real life. Can I just live in Star Citizen? Amen to that. Um, That'd be nice. Yep. All right. So let's go to a break. And when we come Whoa. back, uh, we are going to take some questions. I mean, we haven't even touched like half the crap that was in yeah 3.0 but i mean we'll 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 give it to you guys and we'll we're gonna be talking about that demo for like the next month so <laughs> get used to it yeah <laughs> all right guys uh we will be right back uh don't go anywhere we're out on the base too This is sort of how I knew it was going to work, but it's and worth And we're back. Um, Hello. Oh my god, where's silence? Oh, look he at this. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming back, like, pretty much right when we're going back live. Um, Sweet. Cool. Are we live yet? Yes. Are we live yet? Yes. Are we live yet? Yes. Oh, good. Are we live yet? Did you press yes. record? It's been. Re it's. I don't stop recording. Shiver. Oh. I know. <laughs> um. So I'm about to open this beer with uh, Pudge's hook from Dota Two slash Stitches from Heroes of the Storm. He's really the same person. Um. But I am drinking. If I can open it. Um. Well, I've got a beer a called chance. Harpoon Sweet Spot. It is both malty and hoppy all at once, and it's delicious. We're sponsored. I've got Guatemala Antigua coffee with no sugar or cream. Uh, cool. How do you brew it? Oh, actually, I use a Keurig. Um. Oh. I have a thirst. <laughs> Actually, it's pretty snazzy because uh, there's the disposable K-cup, so it's kind of like drip coffee. I don't... I only drink my coffee if it's French pressed. Or if I it's... like using the French press too, but it takes significantly longer to make, so it's nice on a... Uh... Or, or, I mean, espresso, obviously. But Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I'm really thirsty. Shiver, we are in fact computer generated images. Cloud games Imperium. <laughs> Alright, y'all. Yeah, What's the recent fashion I've seen lately with everyone putting a lowercase i? It, it is Imperium, it's not in. It's Cloud yeah. Imperium, Imperium games. It's, it's capital I. Yep. <sighs> anyway, hello everyone. Ask your questions. We want you to run this podcast because you know Jake's tired of doing it already <laughs> already I took, <laughs> I took five weeks off and, <laughs> and I'm already sick of it he's already um, like yeah you guys take over we're, we're done yeah. <laughs> I have a bottle of a set of, of a completely different type of harpoon beer on my desk yeah, I was gonna say wasn't the other bottle green like, it yeah, was just kind of funny because you're green. like, 
I have this. I have a question. And then you're like, oh, look, another bottle. It's like, whoa, are you you like two-fist on this? I mean, I can. How many beers can Jake down in the reminder remainder of the show? Uh, I mean, <laughs> if I didn't want to waste all of my beer, because <laughs> I like to enjoy my beer, <laughs> um, I could pro- in in what like twenty minutes. I could drink probably like four. It's hard okay. to see beat. if we can get him to beat the record today. I can't drink carbonated things quickly. It's bubbles. Now, if it was oh, vodka, bubbles. that'd be a whole nother thing. <laughs> so Hellcat was uh, asking a good one, though. Okay. Uh, I think the Terrapin should get a few missiles. Thoughts? Sure. I, I actually think it should Every, probably... Or I, everything should get a few missiles, in my opinion. <laughs> right? Well, actually, I think it kind of makes sense. Oh, they are going to have a few missiles. Yeah! I think it kind of... I think it kind of makes sense to like give it some uh, some missiles because I mean you're talking about something that's supposed to be a long range engagement. I think it'd be useful to give it something that I mean, heck, even if it's just like missiles that are spoofs, something that just spoofs a signature. What if you could take off the module on the back of the Argo and put a, a missile launching system there, but it still looks just loads of missile racks. It still looks like the cargo module. So you're chasing an Argo to get the cargo, and then it just unloads missiles. That'd be so good. Um, Uh, Well, that's actually kind of like one of those ones I was wondering if it would be possible. Is like, so you have those cargo containers. Do you suppose that you could put people in those cargo containers? And if that's true, then why not have like you know? Wait for some pirates in an area where there's some known piracy. Drop like about six people who are pretty good at first-person shooters into a cargo module. They yell to drop the cargo. Drop the cargo. And then when they load it on board, they have six marines piling out of that thing. Yep. Do you think you actually could, if you were in the back of, say, an Argo, anything with a back door, you could arm a missile and just chuck it out the back and it would act as a mine? Oh. I think, well, I was actually thinking a very similar thing is just to actually have a, you, if, if mines exist in the game, you could just have one in the back of your Argo cargo module and ha- basically kick it out the door when you open the door. Mm. <laughs> like, um, here you go, enjoy. <laughs> I have to give a, I have to give a shout out to Ben Lesnick for stealing the joke that I wanted to make before um, 2.5 NDA was lifted. And he is like, finally, I can I can lift the Argo cargo embargo. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to make that joke so bad, that is <laughs> but terrible. I didn't know the Argo was coming in two point five. Um. Um. So, uh, what was that? Carby, carbide, carbide edge. Carbide edge. He says. Will there be damage to your ship if you approach atmosphere at a bad angle? How will you know what angle to approach? No idea. Um, uh, we are a little uncertain at this point. Consider okay. So damage to your ship would infer that we're using hull plating to absorb the heat when in fact we're using the shields. Yeah, actually, which we know because um, the shield because of the way that flight. it shows up. Well, and they'll also, it's mentioned the shields on the Dragonfly are not strong enough to maintain 
a, yeah, uh, you can't do a planetary entry. Yep. Yeah. So it might oh, not that matter so brings much. Up a, that brings up an interesting point. If you have point. your shields what down. Your, what if your shield generator is destroyed? Or if you just turn land? it off. Oh, maybe not. Maybe you'll have to uh, repair at a space station before you can go down. Which to a planet with atmosphere is not totally well, that or Maybe there will be something to do with it. You know, I guess it, there's a question of like exactly what does happen on entry and exit to planets. Well, spe it's, it's especially re-entry is the biggest thing. It's shields. It 100% shields absorb that heat. Um, well, sure, but I mean, the question is, is does the game actually make it produce a heat which causes damage to your shields? Probably. Fair enough. Fair because enough. if it does, then if your shields are down, then that that damage would then be transferred to your armor. I don't see yeah. why they, they wouldn't be able to do that. I would they love can to see state uh, damage type, like sorry, radiation, yeah. heat. That you can be. be hmm. It'd be amazing to see a ship that's like really badly damaged try and come in for a planetary like landing and just like rip apart in the atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I mean, I oh. suppose that is a possibility. Like, they might actually have some sort of mechanic as far as the entry angles. Uh, real quick, I, I don't want to derail this too much, but I, I totally forgot. Uh, during the break, we had uh, the music of a Miss DJ Afixa. Um, that's E-P-H-I-X-A from YouTube. She does really awesome um, electronic remixes of game music. Um, the ones that I played were the most recent one she did, which was uh, the Overwatch theme, and then I also did the Song of Storms from Ocarina of Time. Um, both are really, really excellent. She's really, really good at what she does, and I just wanted to give her credit where credit was due, because she makes her music free for everyone. And it's awesome. So, yeah. You know what, Carbide? You're the one who instigated that discussion, so you should be proud of yourself. It's true. Yep. It's your All fault. Right. Uh, we missed uh, VIP. <laughs> oh, we did. Um, VIP651 asks, do you think when Star Marine comes in that the hospital ships will have the respawn mechanics put in? Well, uh, we won't have hospital ships, period. Yeah. By then, so probably not. <laughs> <coughs> but that might very well be part of it. I mean, yeah, we might start... Um, we might start seeing the mechanics, but the fact oh, of the matter is, is they're not. Do you in. mean? Do you mean the hospital, uh, like hospital areas on like our corporate things? Or no, that's three point He's talking about Star Marine. I don't know. Well, I well, mean, Star Marine, Star Marine, just like the the game within the game. It's simulation. Going to need a hospital ship, are you? Because you're just yeah, going to respawn somewhere in the map because it's it is a game in a game. Oh, he's meaning like the the red cutlass. Oh, oh yeah, probably not. Yeah, I think it's going to take some time before they start. Uh, the red cutlass isn't even in the part. game yet. Hmm? That's also a good point, though. Yeah, it's just black, a black, isn't, isn't it? Cutlass red is oh, not, not only that. in the game. So the cutlass is also still in still in the midst of being redesigned. That's yeah. true. Yeah, and yeah, and and confused brings up that the the cutlass red doesn't have a respawn uh, mechanic. Uh, the endeavor is the. Ship yeah, that has that. I think oh, the Endeavor is yeah, yeah, probably yeah. the smallest one that does it. And it's going to be, I wouldn't expect an Endeavor until probably mid late next year. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long term ship because it's also going to be a lot of work. There's a million different mechanics that go into that ship. Oh, yeah. 
that's that's going to be a really interesting one, especially since uh, yep. I, I think that's really going to be one of the, the first ones where we're going to see how much we really can mess with the system. Since they basically, when they first were talking about it, they were saying, oh, well, the hangar, it can fit more ships, but we're limiting it to this based off of the limitations of the system. So I'm, I'm going to be curious to see what sort of uh, limitations actually wind up going in. Well, and like all the other bits and pieces that go with it. The, oh, yeah, like yeah. The farming and the telescope mm -hmm. and the particle accelerator and the hospital bits and the exploration vehicle that detaches from the front of it. Oh, exactly. <laughs> like, it's it's research. so much stuff going back. Exactly. It's going to be, that ship is going to be uh, sort of a microcosm of the entire game. Yep. Uh, Game Zocker says, will we see all landing zones or just the main planets? Uh, there's only going to be landing, like, what you think of as a landing zone on the planets in Stanton. I don't... Well, actually, no, that's that's not true at all, because there's there's technically landing zone... There was, we were shown a landing zone, technically, on a moon in the 3.0 demo. Yeah. Well, that and also, I mean, they also showed us landing anywhere. So... Yeah. Well, I get, it depends on the planet. Yeah. Um... Arc Corp will have designated landing zones. But, the, um, I want to be clear here. The thing with Arc Corp isn't that you can't fly anywhere on the planet um, technically, in, like, in terms of a technical perspective. The problem is that it makes... It's really hard to do in a way that doesn't make it look super gimmicky and crappy. Um, so they will limit you so that the gameplay makes more sense. Um, but... Other than planets that are city planets like that, you will be able to go anywhere. Um, one of the ones I'm really looking forward to is my, uh, Microtech because it is a major planet with major landing zones, but it also isn't heavily populated. It's also a so, giant ice ball. So. Yeah, and so I want to I, I want to like cruise across the surface of Microtech and an Ursa and go from research station to research station, and that'll oh, be yeah. pretty cool. In a car. Yeah. <laughs> be awesome i want to get stranded no. on there and replay the thing in game <laughs> <laughs> yeah i want to see if they will uh if aliens versus predator i want to see if they'll go full mako and, and give the uh the ursa retro thrusters oh that'd be interesting oh yeah <laughs> did you see that post that of the mako <laughs> <laughs> totally <laughs> It's like, oh, maybe we should get out and, and try and get around this wall. <laughs> Mick's like, hell no, I'm the Mako. He just jumps <laughs> over the wall. <laughs> Boom. Um, I don't know, VIP. I always kind of thought that the, uh, that the Ursa looked like a Puma, but that's just me, I suppose. A little bit. What kind of big cats have you seen with wheels? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, more. Uh, wait, no, we have questions. <laughs> yep, we do. Uh, VIP six five one says, "Do you think? See, if you're the six hundred and fifty first, very important person. Are you really that important? He makes a good point. All right, more I'm, important I'm sorry, than six hundred fifty second. I'm sorry. That's VIP. true. I I I just had to ask. I needed to know. Uh, do you think?" 
Do you think when the dynamic music comes in, we will eventually be able to edit the music played during which event? In case you might want to listen to your own personal music during dogfights. Uh, no. However, you're probably going to be able to turn off in-game music, but uh, the jukebox is a thing in your hangar right now. I was going to say... I was going to say, um, if you want to be devil's advocate, they do already have a way of playing yeah. music in the game. So, if they, if they're, if you're able to plug that into your ship and have, like, your car radio, essentially, in your ship, I mean, you could probably... I want to see, I want to see an Aurora with the jukebox just, like, shoved into one of the corners and, like, hooked up <laughs> to the computer. <laughs> <laughs> Shove the jukebox on the bed. I'll sleep in the chair. Right? That's right. I want my music, man. <laughs> That'd be shiver right there. Here's a loaded question. Yeah. GameZocker123 says, There are 64 jobs open at CIG. Do you think they're all quote-unquote new, or are they trying to refill their team? Uh, like every company ever, both. Yes. Yeah. Um, a lot of those are actually positions that have been open for a very long time. Very long they time. Are looking... There are a few people... Um... Actually, or a few it's... positions where they're looking for a very specific person and they haven't been able to find them. Like, for example, they were looking for 18 months for someone to help Zane with UI and they weren't able to find someone. Uh, I mean, you've got, got to remember it's CryEngine, which not many people go out their way to learn how to use. It's a lot more complex to learn how to use than, say, uh, Unity or Unreal. So trying to get someone who's actually can work with CryEngine and is really good at what they do, so, you're looking at a niche of a niche. So, so a, something that, that people don't look at when they look at this is that the dates of when they post these jobs are right there. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. uh, so, like, a lot, some of these jobs are new. Like, uh, they're looking for a senior environment artist in Frankfurt right now, and that job posting was posted... Uh, in June, so that wasn't that long ago. However, Isn't the QA tester for Austin still up there from like six months ago. However, <laughs> uh, Frankfurt is also looking for a senior animator, and they have been since February seventeenth, two thousand fifteen. Yeah. So, yeah, like, just like every company, there's holes that need to be filled, whether they're new holes or old holes. Uh, people move on. Sometimes uh, people who are specialized in an area, it's like, it's like here's the thing: like, like they hire an engineer that would be good at making the back end systems, but maybe they need an engineer to work on things after the back end systems are done. So, like the person who specialized in the creation of those back end systems, um, their job might be finished. Which means they are moving on. Uh, oh, it's yeah. much like um, it's why uh, Darian Vorlick moved on because uh, the stuff that that he is really geared toward as a producer um, for uh, like the the things that he oversees are in like the the earlier to mid stages of development, and the things that he's better at have been finished. So like. Um, like he left because like he his job was done. Yeah. Um, I wanted to mention something here because um uh and I'm going to give him credit for it. Um uh Zimanique um 
linked me that Italian interview that was done with Chris Roberts. Oh and yeah, I haven't, we, I haven't watched that yet. We've been I've been going through it as we've been on stream here, um, mostly during the break, but a little bit here and there. Uh, one of the things they have done recently is uh, not that long ago, um, Crytek introduced VR support for their engine for CryEngine. Um, apparently, CIG then took all of, or not all of them, but several of the people who built the the VR for CryEngine and has now hired them. So um, VR has a good home with CIG and uh, and Star Citizen and. But it, it's also a good example. They finished their job at Crytek. They implemented VR in Cry, CryEngine. And CIG basically went, yoink. Hey, Mir. <laughs> yep. We could um, do with that. <laughs> all right. Let's do a couple more questions, and we should probably start wrapping things up. Um, I've got a question for everyone here. Okay. In your own opinions, um, Vulcan, DX12, or both? Both. For Star Citizen specifically. Both. I think it'll have both, but I think Vulcan is going to be a bigger benefit long-term. Did you know that uh, Dota 2 has uh, has both? I didn't know that. Really? Does it? Yeah. Like, if I go on Dota 2, like, you know how, like, you can install, like, like that little box on Steam where you install, like, your DLC? And it's like... I want this DLC, but not this DLC. It's like little checkboxes. Yeah. Um, in that, for Dota 2, um, there is a thing on there that just says Dota 2 Vulcan support. And you can so, check that box or not check that box. I wanted to mention this because it's a big thing for Star Citizen that has been very unclear until recently. Well... Until it still is really unclear. One of the things mentioned in the Italian interview is base building, and apparently they intend to do it. Well, they've been talking that they were going to do it, but it's always just been a question of when. Um, although, you know, it was kind of interesting because just recently I was reading, um, oh God, what was it? It was something, and they were referring to Grim Hex uh, and how it's actually comprised of these. The reason it's called Hex is because Hex is actually the company that creates the little hab things that you put into the asteroids and all that. And that sounded like such a lead into, hey, by the way, if you buy these and transport them. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that they're, well, I mean, it's something they've already been hinting at. And it's like, it seems like they're providing a lore excuse to make it something very simple to put together, too. So I'm, I'm going to be curious. Well, basically, he, he was directly asked the question and he went on to basically say, yes, we are going to do it. Um, and the okay. question was, will you allow players to um, colonize planets and moons? And he said yes. Right. So, I mean, and that's, that is, that's huge. And yeah, exactly what you say. Like, if you have modular building things, it would be easy to put together a base. Um, right. But it would also be, it'd be really cool because it, would, it could be these huge projects for organizations to build these bases and collect enough materials to, you know, construct them. Hey, Eric, can you throw hey, can, the link? When do you guys drop the link to that? Yeah, in the, uh... Uh, yeah absolutely. Um, so it's it. Could someone drop a link to that? Hey, no. Uh, hey, hey, you want, you want the, and again, thank you, Zimanique, for linking me that. Interview. Yes, thank you very much. Um, um, so a couple quickies. Um, do you see gameplay mechanics allowing the dragonfly to jump across canyons and such? Uh, yeah, that's called physics. Well, theoretically, all you have to do is switch yeah. modes. <laughs> so yeah, it's physics. Um. 
And then Zemanik asks, do I wait for the SciTech Star Citizen stuff or should I buy something now? Do you want a joystick now? If so, you should buy one. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's all personal <laughs> preference. That's, like if, that's what it boils down to. If like, you don't I think care, those side tech ones can be cool, but... If you don't care about using keyboard and mouse for the time being, then yeah, sure, why not wait? But if if you're like, oh, I want a joystick right now so badly, then go get one. I'm yeah, going actually, to... Like, uh, if, you, uh, if you look around, I think oh, the Reddit community has... Well, there's a few good ones on the Reddit community even where people are making their own joysticks or even talking about different uh, hands-on throttle and stick setups or hands-on stick and stick. Um, it really comes down to like your own Two personal sticks. preference as far as what you want and you name it. Um, so I wanted to mention something that's already been percolating in the back of my head for a while. I am wondering if they might be abandoning the SciTech deal um, for a couple of reasons. We were supposed to see these joysticks and other equipment a long time ago. And they basically have seen nothing of them at all for a very long time, including nothing at Gamescom. Um, I'm wondering if they're looking to switch manufacturers. That's just a wondering I have. I think if we don't hear anything at CitizenCon, which will be the one-year anniversary of the unveiling of the SciTech stick, um, then I, I wouldn't expect them to come out anytime soon. No, that and also, uh, I'm going to be curious to see if they stick with the... I mean, I, I thought their design was fun, and I like the way they were kind of going with it, but I'm going to be... I'm curious if they're watching what people are doing and maybe going to go away from a classic hands-on throttle and stick. Why? Very possibly. Um, what? Why? Because hands-on... Like, two sticks are actually becoming very prominent, especially with the 60 degrees of freedom. Uh, it did, I mean, that that all depends on what they put on the throttle. If they put an analog stick on the throttle, the other thing is pulls for a good idea. Yeah. The other thing is, it would be interesting to see if they can come up with something a bit novel because currently, like, there's no way to get around it. In Star Citizen, you will need to have a mouse and keyboard, even if you are normally well, using just a a, uh, a joystick, because you will need to go <laughs> on well, foot yeah. a lot of the time. But here's the thing too. That was the whole idea behind yeah. their whole system they had, was that it's yeah. a modular system. You, exactly. You can get two sticks if you want. You can get a keyboard and mouse that attaches to the whole thing if you want. You can do whatever you want. You can get two sticks and a throttle if you want. Sure. I also think that was the reason why they had... <laughs> uh, why they have been selling the ridiculously gigantic mouse pads. They want you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a three foot long mouse pad? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, see? Mike Berg gets it. <laughs> Two sticks and a throttle. Why not both? <laughs> if you got the USB ports, then just do it, man. <laughs> well, don't, don't forget about Go foot pedals. Go for it. Don't forget about foot pedals. Yeah, alright, alright, alright. Foot pedals, <laughs> sticks. Two sticks. <laughs> Pedals, Pedals, a throttle, mouse keyboard, MFDs, VR, yep. VR, <laughs> one of those VR treadmills. Oh yeah, yeah. While, while using the pedals, yeah, that'd be great. You need like thirty-six USB ports. 
<laughs> Need a big hub. Maybe, maybe get one of those new uh, haptic response rifles that they've made. Oh, go. God. All right. You're going to well, need a fan pointing at you as well, so might as well make a USB <laughs> fan as well. With that, I think I think that'll do it for this week, guys. Uh, thank you so much to everyone uh, for hanging out. Uh, I'm glad to be back. I haven't done a podcast in over a month now, and it's a little weird. Um, David's going to be gone for a little while, so uh, if INN burns down horribly over the next three weeks, uh, it's because David wasn't here. Um, <laughs> we got we got transcripts, because... all that all that jazz. There there's less of them now because there's less CIG shows. Um, so you know. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Shiver's got Wednesday base shows. That happened. Yeah, we're doing a giveaway this week as well. We're yep, giving away yep. a Terrapin and a Ground Explorers pack. Oh, yeah. So, if you feel brave, you can try and tune in for that. Uh, <laughs> that's yes. Wednesday, midnight, BST. But I want the Terrapin. I just wanted to mention, <laughs> You guys, can't have the uh, Terrapin. I will be around next weekend for a podcast. And oh then God. I might take a, be taking a bit of a break. Okay. Um, I am having surgery the Tuesday after that. So ah, well, that's right. I we'll forgot. have to see how we do. <laughs> well, I'm sure. I'm sure everyone in chat wish our dearest Nakara the best of luck. I'm sure we all do as well. Yep. Think you, fondly of the space pope. There. Yeah. Well. Some people do. <laughs> I'll just I'll just come to the hospital and I'll hold a gun to the doctor's head. Just be like, I don't better, think that would be helpful. You better get this right. If anything goes wrong, we'll <laughs> if anything blow goes the hospital wrong. up. <laughs> um, yeah, somehow I don't think that would go over very well. Oh come on, it'll totally work. Also, also real quick, um, I don't know if it was mentioned while I was gone. Uh, I only caught a couple of the podcasts while I was gone, but. Um, I uh, just wanted to say a quick thank you to uh, people who watch the recorded version of this podcast. We just surpassed 1,000 subscribers on YouTube, so awesome sauce. Uh, we're actually almost at 1,100 already. Um, and uh, and we're about to hit 2,000 followers on Twitch. So um, please, if you enjoy the show, um, share it with your friends. Uh, if you have Twitter... Seek that mental help. I mean, yes, you, you should probably find a good doctor, a good psychiatrist to, to figure out what is in fact wrong with you. But um, if you have Twitter, the best thing you can do, um, like you don't have to tell people to follow or anything. Just the best thing you can do is when the when the show goes live, just retweet it. So that way um, people that follow you can see that yeah. we've got a show going on. Um, that's all we want. We want people to watch. Thank That's you for it. watching. Thank you for watching. Yes. We, we appreciate it greatly. Thanks, everybody. Um, you're all beautiful. And you know what I absolutely... Do you know what I completely forgot to do? The outro Give them music. all a rest press record. First. Uh, yes, I did forget to press record. No, Shiver! I am not <laughs> like that! <laughs> David's the one who forgets! Uh, Alright. Guys, it's been fun. If you want to support us, please go to imperialnews.network. That's where you can find all our content. Uh, we're here every Saturday, 2.30 Eastern Time, every Saturday. Um, except for probably CitizenCon weekend, but we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. If you want to support the show, 
patreon.com slash imperial news network that helps us get to events like CitizenCon. guys we got an airbnb and there's gonna be like nine of us in that thing it's gonna be gross and personal space will be violated but that's okay you guys made that happen <laughs> thank you guys we'll see you all in the verse thank you guys see you next see time you. see you see you <laughs>